This week on Let's Connect. When we're busy and, you know, we're running to achieve results and to get to the end result, which is really how a lot of our culture is wired, is we've, we need to prove something by achieving and, you know, getting to the end result. When we're, we're on that trajectory, I think one of the things that gets compromised, if we're not aware, is our, our actual health, our physical health, our mental health, our emotional health. And so there's so much benefit in finding uh, that, that middle ground, that balance between, uh, you know, working hard and achieving results. But the other end of the spectrum for me right now, which has been getting neglected, is, is to slow down. Welcome to Let's Connect. My name is Keith McPherson, and I'm so glad you've decided to join me for this next episode. Let's Connect is a podcast that interviews people from all walks of life who have inspiring stories to share about who they are and who they're becoming. As a life coach and someone who's genuinely curious about connecting with people, spirituality, mindfulness, and what this world is all about, I'm here to ask powerful questions, share my insights as well, and to really connect on a deep level to help us all grow in awareness of who we really are. So sit back, relax, and let's connect. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Let's Connect. This has been such a challenge creating this particular podcast for some reason. I have tried to record this uh, three or four times over now, and I think I'm on take five. And I have to be honest, I've just been stumbling on my words. Nothing seems to have been flowing out over the last 24 hours. Um, every time I sit down to record this, it's like my, my mind just gets busy and it's filled with clutter. And I was getting so frustrated as I was trying to develop today's podcast. I, I was beating myself up in my head. There was this very loud voice saying, you're failing and this, none of this is making sense. And people, what are people going to think of you if you put this out to the public? It was crazy. And uh, so I'm back here again, as my friend Matt Johnson would say, in the arena. I think he got that from Brene Brown and Theodore Roosevelt. I'm here in the arena and uh, I'm struggling, but I'm also here vulnerably to share with you uh, during this episode. In this episode, I want to speak about a practice that I've discovered over the last 24 hours in a more resonant way. And it's the practice of learning how to create space by letting go. What does it mean to let go? I've come to the awareness of what this means in a whole new way as I've been trying to develop this episode. Um, as I was saying yesterday, while I was up in my head beating myself up about not having the right words to share and wondering if it was good enough, I noticed that there was something off about it. I was just feeling so tense in my body and feeling like, you know, just nothing was working right. And when those moments come over me, I'm prone to go uh, crazy, but I'm also inclined to go sit and take a break and take literally push the pause button for a few minutes. And that's exactly what I did last night. I went and I sat at my meditation mat and I took a few deep breaths and I just literally let go of all of the stress and anxiety that was being held in my body. And as I did that, it came to my awareness that one of the reasons I was having such a hard time communicating and sharing my words on the podcast and I was stumbling all over the place was because I was cluttering up uh, my time and my space over the last while. 
I had an image show up of my calendar, which has honestly been just slammed over the last bit. I don't know about you, but during these times of the pandemic and COVID, which is the time I'm recording this right now, although we were kind of forced to self-isolate and stay home and, you know, just kind of slow down, uh, I feel like things have really sped up in my world. Um, online coaching has become a lot busier. Uh, there's just, there's more virtual meetings than I've ever had in my life. Um, maybe the all the extra space that we did have, it was like this conditioning to want to fill it up. And as I've been filling up my space in my calendar and also clearly in my mind, I realized that um, it's a bit out of balance. And I think one of the things that I often run from is is space, which is interesting because I'm, you know, in a position of being a mindfulness teacher and someone that speaks to the topic of, of living mindfully. And it's interesting because there's this pressure under the surface for me sometimes where it's like, well, I'm a mindfulness teacher, so I, I should have this this field and space all figured out. But, you know, honestly, I don't. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so intrigued about this practice of mindfulness and slowing down and making space and letting go is because I need this just as much as anybody else does. And especially right now in these times of, of COVID and the pandemic and just all of the uncertainty and the chaos and the different dynamics that we're up against, it's really easy to fall out of balance and to lose ourselves. And that's exactly what was happening to me over the last 24 hours. So I was sitting on my meditation cushion and I was breathing and my schedule image came into my mind and just the awareness of how cluttered it's been. And uh, what came to me after that was I need to evaluate the, the habits that I have going on in my life right now. Um, there's been some habits over the last while that I've unconsciously developed, and I think I've developed them uh, as a coping mechanism to deal with all of the busyness that's been taking place. When we're busy and you know we're running to achieve results and to get to the end result, which is really how a lot of our culture is wired, is we've, we need to prove something by achieving and you know getting to the end result when we're, we're on that trajectory i think one of the things that gets compromised if we're not aware is our our actual health our physical health our mental health our emotional health and so there's so much benefit in finding uh, that that middle ground that balance between uh you know working hard and achieving results but the other end of the spectrum for me right now, which has been getting neglected, is, is to slow down, to remind myself that everything is getting done perfectly on time, which is a phrase I say often, and those of you that listen know that I share this a lot, everything is happening perfectly on time. Um, for me right now, to, to create more of that slow down space where I tune into everything's happening perfectly on time is a necessity. Uh, I can feel my body screaming at me, slow down, you know, my mind cluttered, which is affecting my performance as I, I speak on these podcasts and I, I'm teaching yoga classes. I've been stuttering my words. It hasn't been clear. So slow down. And how do we do that? How do we slow down and let go of all of the anxiety and stress that can come from going after what it is that you're trying to achieve? Um, Okay, so I've put together some guidelines to this, and uh, this is my own personal 
list of guidelines. Basically, I, I started journaling about what are the things that have been taking up space in my life and not allowing me to slow down and be with what I need to be with, which is that reflective space. Um, so here are my guidelines. I'm going to go through them, and this is just prefacing. This is quite vulnerable to share with you um, because I'm coming to terms in right now in this very moment with some of the habits that have formed that are not serving me in this space of slowing down. So the first one, guideline number one, I called it guidelines to freedom and space. Guideline number one, uh, here's one thing is, okay, in the morning, right? In the morning, don't go check your phone right away. How often do we do this? And how often do I do this lately? Um, I have a med meditation practice every morning. And um, I, I have been in the habit for a number of years of going straight to the meditation mat when I get up and doing a meditation and some yoga before checking my emails and my phone. But I've developed a habit as of late of checking my phone first thing in the morning. And I'm becoming aware of why that's happening is because I've been using the alarm on my phone to wake up in the morning. I have my phone in another room just next to my bedroom. So I'll actually get out of bed and go turn off the alarm and wake up. But what's been happening is that when I go to the phone, which is one of the most seductive pieces of technology we have available right now, uh, I turn off the alarm and right away I'm seduced into checking my emails and checking the texts and figuring out my calendar for the day. It's become so unconscious that I, I'm doing it without even realizing it. So starting today, I am going to purchase myself an alarm clock that is not my phone, and I'm going to shut my phone off first thing in the morning and at night before I go to bed. I'm going to shut it off, and in the morning I'm going to keep it shut off until I've done my meditation practice. And that is my first guideline to freedom. Might be something you want to try as well. That's why I'm sharing these. Um, and I'm also sharing them to declare them, to make this real and have some accountability from my community. Um, number two, this is really an important one as well, is no to clutter. Um, I'm prone to being a yes person. And by a yes person, it means that I say yes to almost everything that comes in that's requested of me. Is there, are there any yes people listening in on the podcast today? If this is you, I'd like to challenge you, as I'm going to challenge myself here, to before saying yes to a request that comes in, uh, pause. Maybe it means saying to the request, I'll get back to you. I need a bit of time to process this. If it's more of an immediate request, uh, check in with your gut. Is it a yes or no? And have the courage to say no. Um, <laughs> I have a friend, Rita, who always says this saying. She says, your yes means nothing if you can't say no. Your yes means nothing if you can't say no. So by practicing no, not only do I create space in my life and find that balance, but I also, my yes has become more meaningful to the people I say yes to. So clutter, what are the requests that are coming in that are clutter? These might be things that I'm saying yes to, but instantly my gut is saying no, but I'm saying yes because perhaps I want that request or that behind the request, the person to like me, right? So to say no, to stand in my truth and to realize that by saying no, uh, I'm being more truthful and honest and I'm also clearing the way for more space and freedom, okay? So tune, tune into that practice if it's resonant with you this week and beyond this week if you can. 
Um, oh, here's another one. Back to the phone. Oh, this is so interesting. One of the habits I've formed over the last while is being on my phone while eating meals, especially lunch. My wife is at work. I work from home. I'm, you know, I've been coaching all morning. This is just to paint the picture. I'm coaching all morning. I have a lunch break. I sit down at the table. And what do I do? I go to my phone while I'm eating because it kind of fills up the space and it keeps me occupied. And when I'm really honest with myself, I'm actually looking at my phone to maybe um, suppress or let go of the sessions that I was coaching in the morning or let go of my work that I was doing. And this is not a healthy thing to be doing unconsciously because what ends up happening is every time I look at my phone, you know, I, an email pops in or a new breaking news headline comes up. And all of a sudden, I feel my uh, anxiety level increase and there becomes more uh, stimulation in my mind. It's like my amygdala starts firing if we want to get into the science of it. And then all of a sudden, I start feeling even more anxious and my mental capacity um, just gets overwhelmed. So tip here, no phone while eating. I'm going to turn my phone off during lunch breaks. I am not going to check it. Uh, one other place where I'm going to practice no phone is in the bathroom. Um, okay, this is vulnerable, but I check my phone when I'm sitting there on the toilet in the bathroom. And it's a bad habit because, again, the same practice starts happening. Uh, I look at my phone and all of a sudden, all the items on my to-do list come to mind and I feel myself super stressed out. And um, it's just totally a waste of energy to, to be doing that while sitting on the toilet. So... <laughs> I, this might be a tip for you as well, if this is you. Uh, don't bring your phone with you to the bathroom. Or if you're in a public restroom, put it away. Put it in your pocket so that you can just spend those moments while you're in the bathroom uh, in the freedom of spaciousness. It might give you a chance to breathe. You might even find you go to the bathroom easier. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, there's a couple more that are popping in here that I think are important. Oh, yeah, intentional eating. Here's another one. Here's a way to create some freedom. Uh, I have a cupboard in my kitchen that has a bag of almonds. Now, they're not chocolate-covered almonds. They're not uh, salted almonds. They're actually unsalted almonds. And it's become one of my favorite healthy snacks during the day, this big bag of almonds. And I go there whenever I feel a bit of hunger during the day for a snack. I go to my cupboard. I open it up. I have a handful of almonds. But what's been happening lately when I reflect on this is I'm actually going to the almond bag unconsciously during the day to deal with my stress and anxiety. You know, I'll, again, I, I call it, I'll finish a, a phone call or a meeting and I'll find myself unconsciously wandering over to the, uh, the cupboard to get a handful of almonds. Because why? Somehow this is uh, a way of dodging the emotions perhaps, or the anxiety, or the stress that's been coming up. So instead of that, instead of going to check uh, unconsciously to the, the cupboard for almonds, in the moments when I catch myself wanting to go have almonds, I'm going to take a breath first, and I'm going to ask myself the question, is this really about the almonds, <laughs> or is this about something else? And I'm just going to take a breath. That's my final tip actually today as well, guidelines to freedom. I'm finding one of the best ways to reattune to freedom, which is actually always here. We just have misaligned from it. One of the best ways to attune back to freedom is to take a deep breath. Think about it this way. Freedom is like a radio station. 
that you can dial into at any point you want. It's actually in your power to turn the radio dial to freedom if you want it. Life doesn't have to be anxious and stress uh, induced and all of the above. It doesn't have to be so cluttered. If we take a few conscious steps as we're moving through our day to create space, to give ourselves permission to be spacious and free, I find that things flow a lot better like this podcast. Uh, here I am right now and I feel like it's flowing out a lot easier than, I, geez, maybe we should do some outtakes on this one so you can hear how many times I stumbled on my words to, to get this message across. And uh, so back to perfect timing just before I sign off. It has been perfect timing. It sure did not feel like perfect timing being out of balance. But as I'm finding my way back to that place of the middle ground between active and achieving and slowing down and reflecting, I can say that this has been an incredibly perfect timed event because I'm now tuning into more awareness about who am I being while I'm doing everything that I'm doing. And that's my wish for all of us in this podcast community is that we remember to tune back into this powerful radio station of spaciousness and freedom. And it happens through a deep breath, through awareness, through becoming more disciplined to, to check in with yourself and get real. So thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in this week to the podcast. Please subscribe. And um, I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Let's Connect. All right, well, that concludes another episode of Let's Connect, and I hope that it's inspired you as much as it has me. Thank you so much for tuning in, and remember to subscribe to both the YouTube channel and the podcast channel, and I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Let's Connect.